Hey, hey, hey. I did not like that intro, but um, I'm tired. I'm fucking exhausted. It is almost 11 o'clock on Monday. I was putting off recording this episode because I'm a lazy fuck. But now we're here and I was honestly going to go on my Instagram and announce that I need a mental health break for a week as an excuse, but also because mental health. Look, I've been in a weird state of mind. If I can, if I may, I'm just going to use this segment of the podcast, maybe the whole thing as like a therapy session because I have not found a therapist here after I graduated college and it's damn hard to find one that you really feel comfortable with. I remember my first therapist. I really liked her because she had like a black cat named Goose and it was like a therapy cat. So I would just pet the cat and it just brought me a lot of serotonin. But she kind of like, who the fuck is fucking, no, stop, 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 stop. Okay, anyway, my therapist kind of went down like the herbal route and like the, um, I don't know, like the, not the crystal route, but she was kind of a crystal, she was a crystal girl. She's actually a very older lady, but you know, she was just a very hippie vibe. And I would tell her that in addition to the therapy, I was seeing a psychiatrist and I was on medication. And I remember every single time she'd be like, you know, you can do the medication, but have you tried this herbal tea? And I was like, you know, but I have a severe imbalance in my brain. I don't know if your tea is going to help, mama. I should have tried it, honestly, like herbal remedies, Ayurvedic stuff. They have a lot of really good properties for your mind, body, soul, but that's for another day. Anyway, it's been hard to find a therapist. And then after her, I think I like tried one here in Orlando. And I remember my first therapy session, my therapist cried. Like I didn't cry, like my therapist cried. And I was like, this is so unprofessional. Like I don't, I'm no. And then I found a really good one through my campus and she was awesome. She was great. She was actually like not that much um, older than me, maybe like three years older than me. So she was very relatable, but she had really great insight. So anyway, miss her, miss Grace. Um, Haven't found another Grace yet. So up until then, or until I find another girl like her, I'm just going to use this podcast as my therapy. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about is my mental health. I'm just going to quickly like vibe check myself right now if anybody gives a fuck and if you can relate you can relate if you can't turn it off I have been struggling a lot with the idea of being connected and that I want to be the opposite of that I literally just want to be disconnected it is really hard when you first of all work a tech job or honestly any job at this point since it's all work from home and most jobs utilize technology. So either way, like you're connected, even if you don't want to be for at least eight hours through your workday. And what I'm kind of having trouble with is after I dedicate those eight or more hours to work on my computer, then I'm on my phone in between on breaks or in the morning or after work. And I just feel so connected that I feel disconnected from myself And I feel like I'm putting so much of my time and energy and like value into technology. And it's really, it's starting to fucking frustrate me. 
And so I've been trying to consciously spend less time on the internet or, you know, reading, getting my news from Snapchat. What is Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian up to? What are they doing? What is fucking the cast of Euphoria? I don't even watch that show, but for some reason I'm so invested in all of the gossip and the drama and who's dating who and Sydney Sweeney is now a fucking redhead a strawberry blonde if you will and she looks horrible and she should go back to blonde like why do I care about that why am I having an opinion on that why am I wasting my time and my limited brain cells that I have on Sydney Sweeney's hair I don't give a fuck I shouldn't give a fuck but I but I do because I give it attention So I've just been trying to consciously like make an effort to not, it hasn't been going that great as you can tell because Sydney Sweeney did that yesterday and I was on top of it and was like, oh my God, what the fuck? I think it's hard being in our generation growing up in the digital age to truly, truly disconnect because you will always have to be connected. Like for example, if I decided to stop using my Instagram and my Snapchat, I don't use Twitter, but if I were to, you know, disconnect from everything, it wouldn't be hard because like I could easily just not be on those and it wouldn't really bother me. I just think it would be hard because sometimes like I use those applications to connect with people. So for instance, one of my friends and I, like we basically just DM each other every day on Instagram. We send each other memes or like we'll talk about our day sometimes like and that's just the kind of like relationship and you know friendship that I have with him. But if I didn't DM, then I'm not really sure what would happen to that friendship. And it's not like then he's not a real friend if he wouldn't text your phone number. It's just that's our dynamic. Like we still text, but I like sending memes to him and I like receiving memes. You know, it's just that's just how the friendship is. And I know that that's probably true for a lot of you guys. Like, that's just, you always have that one friend that you send tweets to and you're like, oh my God, this is so funny. Like, this person needs to see it. And so it's a little bit difficult. Or like, if you have a Snapchat streak, I hate streaks. I think they're so stupid. I hate people that send, sorry, this is a side rant, also not sorry. I hate when people send streak photos. Like, that's so elementary, that's so childish, juvenile, like, grow the fuck up. Like, and I also hate when they send the streak photo and it's, like, a picture of their foot or, like, their fridge or something, like, really stupid and minuscule. It's, like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I don't want to see your foot every day. That's not a friendship to me. That's, it's so, it's so outwardly clouty. It's not a word. We're going to go with it. I feel like people who keep a bunch of Snapchat streaks, one, love the attention, two, love the notification, and three, love the clout. Like, they just, I feel like those people are the kind of people that get validation from people Snapchatting them or having a bunch of notifications on their phone. Like, it's really not that deep. It's really not what you think it is. It's dumb. You look stupid. Anyway, I don't like Snapchat streaks and I I fucking hate it when people are like, oh, there's a timer. Are you gonna? No, I'm not, bitch. I'm not gonna respond to you now that you pointed out. Let the fucking timer hang. Let it go away. Guess what? Our streak is broken. Move on. Anyway, I feel like it's really hard, again, when you have like these certain people that you connect with on certain social media and it's not to say that they're fake friends again. Like if, oh, if they wouldn't text you, that's just how the dynamic is. And I think that there is a point to be made that 
social media has intertwined itself so deeply into our lives. The fact that I feel like I can't, I mean, I can, but you know, like I can't delete all of my social media because I would lose those connections with my friends is sad. Like that's sad. And that's how much it shows me that like social media plays such an important and pivotal role in my life. And I wish it didn't. And that's what makes it hard to disconnect. The summer of 2019, I was going through a lot of stuff and I kind of just was overwhelmed with it all. And I felt like I needed a true disconnect. You know, I was, it was summertime. I wasn't in any classes. I was just doing my own thing and I was um, in my head a lot and I was just going through a lot of things at the time. So I kind of told myself like, why don't I take a social media cleanse and a true one? So I deleted my social media for six months and I'm not going to sit here and say like it was the most enlightening experience. I learned so much about myself. Like I think I was going to learn a lot about myself like anyway, um, just because like in that period of time, like I was really growing and changing. I think that it did force me to focus on myself and it forced me to grow and change. But I'm not going to lie. Like I think I mainly did it because I just wanted to prove to myself like I don't need it. Like I, I never want to feel like I need something. Like I think that's just a problem that I have on my own. Like I, I even like don't even take my like medication that's prescribed to me all the time because I'm like I don't want to feel like I need it though. I want I, I can do it without it. I can do it without it. And then I'm like no, I fucking can't. Like that's why I have the medication. Like that's okay. Like I can accept help and that's fine. That's a me problem. But I think that you know there is a point to be made about just like being able to disconnect and I know that everybody feels like they can do it but how many people actually do it and you know like if you don't want to you don't have to but I think like being able to step away from everything and being like oh yeah yeah I can delete it no problem is a good mindset to have and I think that it's also like you know playing devil's advocate it is a little bit hard when like you rely on social media for your business or your career. Let's say you're an influencer. Like, how can you take a break? How can you disconnect? And I think that's also important to recognize that a lot of people in our generation are influencers, do rely on social media for business. If you are starting a clothing brand, a jewelry line, like you need to promote on social media because that's just like the avenue and the outlet for our generation. So like, you know, that's just where boundaries come into play. Like if you are an influencer, if you are reliant on social media for maybe you're writing marketing for your club at school, like where do you draw the line? At what point are you comfortable with social media? And at what point does it exceed that threshold and you are now uncomfortable? You start having negative thoughts. You're comparing yourself to other artists or other people on Instagram. Why, you know, you start imagining like, in a negative mindset, like, why can't I be like that? Why isn't my life like that? I think it's so easy to fall into, like, that hole where you kind of just see things and everything looks pretty on the outside, right? Like, we only post what we want other people to see. We only post the good things, the pretty things, the nice, the aesthetic things. But, like, life isn't really like that. And I think that is something that I did learn, like, in that six months that I deleted it is that like this is gonna sound so corny but like 
life has a lot of really beautiful moments that you will never capture on camera and that you never want to share with other people because it's sacred to you and your experience because your life as a human being is so uniquely different from everybody else's. Yeah, maybe you're not super, super rich. Maybe you're not Kim Kardashian, but your simple pleasures in life are so unique compared to everyone else in the entire world. And I think just grounding yourself and establishing your own personality and who you are as an independent and, you know, queen, king, whatever, and like loving yourself. And, you know, this is basically like the crux of this podcast is like, if you learn anything from me, boundaries, be your soulmate and just fuck it up, bitch. Like, you know, I think it's important to like know who you are because it's so easy to lose yourself. Like I've definitely been a victim of like social media and how it's impacted my mental health. Like look at me now, like I'm in a rut and in that point in time where social media is impacting me negatively because I keep looking at people and I'm like, why isn't my life like that? My life would be so much better if I was an influencer or my life would be so much better if I was in a more creative job doing a more creative thing. But really, it's like every job has its struggles and every everybody has their struggles. It's just what you see on social media is curated and you can't compare yourself to someone that's posting curated things. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just kind of like, I guess it would be to disassociate yourself almost to a certain degree when you're on social media. Like that would be my advice like to anyone who has like a negative experience on social media. Well, one, you know, lower your time on social media, but two, when you're on social media, like keep a healthy level of disassociation when you're looking at people's photos or things because everything is not how it seems. And you know, like that's fact, like we all know that, but I think we get carried away when we get like, we start pigeonholing into like, you know, influencers or just, you know, people on Instagram who are just curated. I think that especially for like the Gen Z generation, like that's all you have like growing up and you're always, especially with TikTok too, like everyone's always trying to be other people. And I think it's a little bit like sad because if we just disconnected and spent a little more time on ourselves, like we can celebrate our individuality instead of comparing ourselves to other people because we all are important and beautiful and love and creative. And sometimes I feel like social media kills my creativity and sometimes I feel like it emboldens it. So it it truly is all a balance and, you know, take everything in stride and set a boundary for yourself. All right, let's switch up the vibe here and let's do a little segment I like to call Arthi downloaded Hinge because she's running out of podcast ideas and she needs the male population of Hinge to feed the rest of her 20 minutes that she wants to fill in for her time. Okay, let's go. But first... Okay, let's continue. So here we have, oh, <laughs> curse name. We got Jacob. What does he say? Oh, God, it's a voice memo. It's that one song on your playlist you've got on repeat. Mine's definitely Parking Lot by Anderson Pack. Probably listened to it 15 times today. Hey, Jacob. 
<laughs> God. Um, thank you for letting me know that your favorite song is Parking Lot by Anderson .Paak. Um, I don't listen to him enough. I probably should. So I'll note that. What is my song that I'm listening to on repeat all the time? Hmm. Probably... There's a lot, but I guess like at the moment, it would be way bigger by Don Tolliver. No, I feel like that's not even true. I mean, there's a couple songs I have like on rotation. Way Bigger is one of them. Situation by him is also one of them. Um, Freak It by Cannibalist is also on my repeat. And Fallen Star by Neighborhood is my current repeats. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. Moving on, we have Campbell over here. I don't like that name. Camp Bell. Campbell. Camp Bell. Campbell Soup. Okay. He said, don't hate me if I... Randomly make comments about the architecture of buildings while we're out and about doing stuff. What? Is that supposed to be a flex, Camp Bell? It's not a flex, I don't enjoy that and don't talk to me. Next, here we have Nate. A social cause I care about. Oh, I want to fucking hear this one. Normalizing it's okay to be average height. I'm 5'8", five, 5'9", five, a good day though. <laughs> I didn't have a choice in all of this. God didn't come over here and say, do you want to be this tall or this tall? Like, I, got, I have this talk with my parents all the time. Why I'm 5'8". Anyway... I just want to normalize that it's okay to be 5'8 and still be loved. Like, we should still be loved. But it's okay, because I make up with it in other ways. So, you know, average height is not that bad for me. Well, (laughs) wow, Nate. Um, I think that you're a very confident guy. He's he's what people call short king. Um, That was a lot of words that were said out of his mouth. So, yeah, he is 5'8, 5'9. He said on a good day. Um, I like the vulnerability he's showing and I like that he's owned it, you know, like he's like, I'm short, I know, and I make up for it in other ways and I don't want to know how next we're moving on chance. I don't like that name either. The only chance that should exist is chance the rapper and you are not him. So you can go die. The biggest risk I've ever taken. Let's see what it is. I swam with the tiger shark one time. Yeah, I know. Cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't cool, and I feel like I've wasted so much of my time. Okay, um, I don't know how to say this name. I'm going to say it's Ungod. I'm just giving it like an Indian flair because he looks Indian, and I wish... You know what, the side note, but I did sign up for Anchor, which is the platform that you use to host video with Spotify podcast so you can like watch me and hear me at the same time but you have to apply for it they're not giving it to all creators so I did apply for it we'll let you guys know I feel like this would be so much more fun if you could like see the profiles and see my reactions with it um I'm gonna have to do that for next time but green flags I look for let's hear it ungod I'm a red green colorblind so I won't be able to tell what flags you have. Um, I think that was his attempt at a joke, and I, I didn't like that. So David has a shower thought that he wants to share. 
a shower thought I recently had um, was how we fucking sound different on different planets. What? If what? we didn't have a space suit, of course, you know, but because of the atmosphere. May I just inquire what kind of crack he's smoking? What is what is he smoking? Okay, I, I want some of that because nothing of what he just said made sense. Let's break this down. He's saying that our voices sound different in different atmospheres. Well, duh. Well, I guess that is... I mean, it is kind of interesting, but that's, like, not really that crazy. I feel like he thought he was really onto something there. Okay, let's see what we got here. <laughs> we got Sal. He's our last up person, because I'm going to go hit the hay. Okay, the prompt is, I bet you can't. I bet you can't. Let's hear it. <laughs> What the fuck was that? Honestly, what the fuck? <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Why was he barking? I feel like I have to do one more because that was so weird. Okay, this is Ashwin, and he said a quick rant about... Oh, what do you want to rant about, Ashwin? Those jars with the paper lid, like peanut butter jars, where there's like a paper lid you have to pull off to get to the peanut butter. I hate how when you pull them off, you, there's just like a thinner version of the paper lid you have to like pull it off again that really annoys me i don't get what the point of that I, is. I, okay is it i'm gonna lid? stop you right there baby i think that you're not opening it correctly it's really not that deep there's not supposed to be a second layer of the paper you're supposed to pull it off in one you're fucking stupid goodbye now that you've just had a look inward um from the men of hinge and what they have to offer first of all having the voice memos on there is so so cringe it's so bad but it's so good for entertainment and it's crazy that a lot of guys actually opt in for that and like put that on their profile like the voice memos the voice prompts i think that's so ridiculous i hope that now you see the kind of men that are available if you're in a relationship that is happy healthy and serving you please stay the dating world is no joke and you know, we're all fucking connected, and I honestly only downloaded this for this episode, and I'm going to delete it now. Let's not be connected, y'all. Let's take a little bit of time to disconnect in whatever way that we can, even though our lives are intertwined in it, but we can always do the little things to be more mindful and be more intentional with our time. I'm talking to myself at this point, as I always do, but this week has been hard, and last week was hard, and I'm sorry I don't have enough content, but I'll be back and cunty and funny and my usual self in a week. But until then, take care of yourself, and yeah, I hope you have a great fucking week, bitch. Bye.